Welcome to this clinical law briefing. My name is Robert Wheeler. I work in Southampton as a children's surgeon and clinical lawyer. I run the Department of Clinical Law and hope this podcast concerning a legal aspect of clinical life will interest you. This briefing relates to patients who are waiting at reception desks. In about May 2010, there was a man called Michael Darnley, and he was assaulted, hit on the head. Later, he felt unwell, and he was taken to hospital by a friend. The patient told the receptionist at the emergency department at about half past eight that he'd been attacked and had a very bad headache. What he said was, my head felt really painful and felt it was like in a vice. I just wanted to go home and lie down. So the receptionist told Mr Darnley and his friend they'd have to wait for four or five hours to be seen. So it probably wasn't any more than about 19 minutes later that Mr Darnley left the department and went home, only to call an ambulance at about quarter to ten that evening. Uh, He had a CT scan. It showed there was an extradural hematoma. Although that was evacuated some four hours later, he has been left with permanent brain damage and he has a severe, dense left hemiplegia. During litigation, and you can imagine litigation followed, the trial judge found, as a matter of fact, that had the patient been told from the outset that he would have been seen by a triage nurse within 30 minutes, he would have stayed in the emergency department and he'd have been seen and he'd have been told to wait for treatment. Following on from this, he would have undergone surgery earlier and would have made a very nearly full recovery. The court was told that whilst national guidance prescribed clinical triage for head injuries within about 15 minutes of arrival at the emergency department, probably a review within 30 minutes was a realistic and reasonable expectation. Well, the trial judge and the subsequent court of appeal dismissed the claim on the basis it wasn't just or fair or reasonable to impose liability on a hospital for the failure of its receptionist to inform the patient of a likely 30-minute wait to be seen by a triage nurse. Whilst as a matter of courtesy and out of a general spirit of trying to be helpful to the public, information relating to waiting times is provided by hospitals. This provision was not found by the court to be a subject of a duty of care in law. But the Supreme Court, and it went to the Supreme Court, disagreed. The court found that telling Mr Darnley he would have to wait four or five hours to see a doctor was incomplete and misleading, omitting, as it did, the role of the triage nurse in providing a review within 30 minutes. The court noted that the critical finding that it was reasonably foreseeable that a person who believes they may wait for four or five hours may decide to leave. In light of this, the provision of misleading information by a receptionist as to time within which clinical assistance might be available equated to substandard care. But the overarching principle remains that the patient should not be misled. The four to five hours was described in court as completely wrong and from the perspective of any outside observer seems preposterous, an egregious misrepresentation of the service provided by the hospital that he attended. Plainly, misinformation will have its most potent effect in the context of patients presenting with a rapidly deteriorating clinical situation. Any clinical service with a walk-in element, doesn't matter whether it's an 
emergency department or an outpatient or a, some arrangement on the ward to see urgent patients that may potentially encounter patients whose untreated condition may cause them harm if they are inadvertently deterred from seeing clinicians. It would be ironic and regrettable if we were to provide less information in a quest to minimise the risk of uttering any misleading words. The courts recognise the colossal pressures sometimes experienced in emergency and other departments, and that targets may not always be met. In this instance, the receptionist should therefore have encouraged Mr Darnley to wait to be seen, whilst informing him of the usual plan for a review by a triage nurse within the 30 minutes. If there had been then some unforeseen delay following his waiting 30 minutes, and he threatened to leave, she should have repeated the encouragement and taken reasonable steps to give him a revised time. Discouragement must be avoided. I hope this was useful, but if you would prefer to read rather than to listen to me, by all means look at the Clinical Law website on the UHS webpage, or type Clinical Law into a search engine.